If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. This is my episode, you ass. Sorry, that, I guess that didn't work very well. That was, were you trying to do Star Wars? Yeah, because it's it's May the Fourth be with you. No. Okay, yeah, w- okay, explain that to me. I saw the I saw the post you did. Dude, it's Star then, Wars Day, bro. Well, were you, Adam, were you busy doing cool shit again? I was. You need to pay attention. I know. Okay. Well, well, he 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 posted that right, and then I got on my YouTube because I was looking up something uh, on YouTube, and right out the gates it says like the the Star Wars shits everywhere. And I'm like, okay. I just thought you were doing that. You're for- just not in the know, bro. I know. So explain that to me. Is, is it so May fourth? Yeah, May fourth. Like- so somebody had oh this like brilliant idea that May the fourth, May the fourth be with you. Ah! And then it turned into like a turned national into a thing. Yeah, and they're like trying to make it like National Star Wars Fucking Day. Genius. It's I, genius. I love it. I'm glad we have you here. Those are my people. That. I would have never known that. Uh, I I only know that because it's I'm on all- Wikipedia. Yeah. Didn't you know? Listen. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, you need to nerd up, bro. Yeah. God, that's nerd, why nerd yourself. That's why I have you guys nerd app. Uh, hey, hey, everybody is still listening. Is this your? Is uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, is this? You're my nerd. Is this your episode, Justin? Yeah, man. God, tell damn us, it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I know. It's like you know what? I gotta ask you a what question. What am I doing? It can, I gotta ask you a question, Justin. Yeah. It seemed like you were a little crapped out earlier. Is it, it what's going on? Were you a little crapped out? Are you talking about like me being cranky over the weekend? Yeah, what's He's, going on? Is it is it the diet? You were a little Debbie Downer, low, car, <laughs> low carbs over there. Or what? <laughs> I was like, I oh. love how like your little like weak moments, you know, uh, like get exposed yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 to right, the world. Right, we just tell everybody everything. Right? Yeah, I know nothing's safe with nothing my is pump. sacred. Mijo, Mijo, tell us what happened, Mijo. Um, I don't know. I, <laughs> I was I was just getting over being sick, and then um, I I think that uh, I just. I don't know. It's one of those things, man. You're just like trucking away, trucking away, and you're like, man, dude, is this ever going to end? And I was just so like, I don't know. It hit me all at once. And I'm like, fuck. You know, like I've been doing this for, for a while now, and um, I know it's been paying off, and I know like rationally uh, what I'm doing and, you know, how long it takes and all this kind of stuff. But like, I mean, I've just been, I've just had so much stuff hit me all at once, like business and family and people being sick. And, you know, I've just been overcoming, overcoming everything I can, you know, and uh, that's just what that leads to me being like, dude, ah, you know, like, is any of this going to pay off? Like, am I going to get there? You know, (laughs) that's kind of what was happening. I love that though, dude. I love uh, having you share that stuff. I'm glad. I'm glad Sal did that. Put you on the spot because it's it's so true, though, man. It's so real, and I think that's what um, people don't realize. They see they see they see pictures of before and afters, and they you know, or they see someone who's been ripped. You know, he's been ripped forever, ever. You know, and they, on some cover of a magazine or supplement line or whatever it is. And they don't realize what uh, hard work, dedication, the struggles, everything that it, t- it took to get there, you know? Mm. And most people don't do that. They don't show that, especially like on social media. Everybody puts their best foot forward on, on social media. Nobody puts their fat picture up. Everybody puts their like their best right. angle with the best lighting, with the best pump they've ever had is up there. That's why like half the time when yeah, you see Everybody's it, got the, the perfect lighting and, bro, and filters. That's and, why when people meet me, they're like, did you lose weight? <laughs> you don't look as big as you do in your picture. Yeah, Dude, yeah, you got it down to a science. Oh, I'm so impressed. I, 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 I could learn a thing or two from you, bro. I'm serious. That, that's why I think it's it's important you share that though, because you know, God, I, I feel like I can relate so much to your journey that you're going through with, 
you know, the ups and the downs. And, you know, sometimes you just, you feel like you're working just as hard or even harder than the previous week. And the results aren't, you know, you would think they'd be compounding because I'm putting in more work. I'm being more disciplined. Right. And then I look at myself and I'm like, fuck, I don't look better. You know, I don't look better. Yeah. Where is it? Or, you know, and to us, it's like, first of all, we're our biggest critics. So it's already hard enough when you're, when you're criticizing yourself and and you're, you're hanging on and you're looking at yourself every five minutes to see your body changing or lack of. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, you, you have this kind of awkward stage and there's a couple of things that I think actually, uh, play into that like from a science perspective and and I'll tell you one of the biggest things I've noticed is when you're depleted right so when you're cutting you know, typically you're, you're low calories. Um, you're probably a little bit lower in the carbohydrates than you typically would on a, a normal diet. And what when you've been doing it for a, a long period of time, sooner or later, your body just gets really flat and depleted mm-hmm. looking. And that, a lot of things are happening there. One, I mean, our brains, first of all, function off of 60% carbohydrates. So the fact that you're, you're cutting there, your, your brain starts to kind of get a little tired and like this is where the irritable side comes from, I feel like, and some of the cravings. You're flat because you're sucked out so your muscle bellies aren't full and mm. aren't popping you know honestly like you actually look worse at first yeah you do you and yeah. I, I feel like there's this little awkward phase that you go through when you're when you're cutting and yeah maybe my inches are going down but you, I, like i would look at myself and I'd be like i don't like the way i look though I, I don't like the way i look at all and what's been great is now doing this for so long and being consistent with the whole competing thing is you know I'll, what i'll do is and and this is all part of my journey now is let's say i'm being like shredding and i just did that with a little mini bulk I'll be cutting, 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 cutting and, and leaning out. And then I'll just throw in like some high surplus days so I can fill back out and be like, oh, there I am. You know, there I am. I'm not that bad, actually. And that's what it is. A lot of it is just because you're you're so depleted. You're so yeah. depleted. You're weak. Your mind feels tired. Like your body is sucked well, out. Yeah. And I think, too, like in my uh, bits of frustration with that is that, um, you know, it's not my strength. Well, I like, you know, going into workouts with strength. And I felt like I lost that. And so that was really a get inside my head. Like, you know, I felt like a bitch, like throwing <laughs> this weight around. And it's just, I'm, I, I was like, God, I can't stand this. You know, like I just couldn't stand it. And then, uh, and then over the weekend, like on the flip of a coin, like I got it back. And that, that's when I started. Actually, I switched into the phase one again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Purposefully because of that, because I was like, you know what? It's time. You know, it's time for me to switch it around. And, uh, and it was like, boom, I was smashing weights around, dude. I was I was hitting it hard. This is what happens, man. So, this is what happens when you when you phase your program properly, even in a calorie deficit. Because you're eating now 2,500 calories. And yeah, you, lo- you said exactly. you lost weight. You lost like two pounds. Lost like two pounds. Uh, and yet you're like, you're coming out and you're strong. You're feeling, you know, with the heavy weights. Yeah, I this mean, is, I almost matched perfect. it. I, you know, I hit like 400 squat like four times. And Holy shit. So, you know, I was, and I, I was ramping myself up to that. And then, um, you know, and then simultaneously I hit the bench and I was, you know, I was repping out like an incline. I was doing like 275, repping that out. Holy you know, cow. Like 10 times. So, yeah. It was, uh, I felt good. Like I was like, okay, I I got something there still, you know. Um, See, I think it's important that we share this because we need to set the expectation for people. They mm-hmm. need to know that it's, it's, a, it's a journey. It is not, uh, you, you know, it's not easy the whole time. Light, you, you still have a life, you know. You're, you're embarking on this journey. You're like, okay, I want to lose weight or I want to get in shape. But you still have life. You still got to work. You still have a family. Uh, there's going to be times when you're going to just want to quit or when it feels like it's not working. And if you understand that before you go into it, I think you're prepared to, to handle it. Mm-hmm. If you if you expect to go through it super smooth and it's not going to be a problem and you know so-and-so said it was easy, 
um, you're gonna you're gonna come into it's gonna ha- be tough for you to go through those plateaus to go through those points where you feel like shit. And look at you're a trainer and you have those. All of us do. It's human. Shit. Yeah. It's, it's 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 very human. Well, that's the point that I think is so important to make is that here we are all trainers. We know what we're doing. You understand the science behind it. You get everything, and it's still fucking hard. Yeah. I mean that that's what was one of the biggest eye openers for myself was going through this. Like, man, if I am struggling with this mentally, physically, just imagine your everyday person yeah, your who has no person. fucking clue what's going on. They have right. no idea why they feel like that way. And I mean, I was a victim of that for so many years. Of I would start in that process, and then all of a sudden I would see. That, that feeling you have right now, tired, I'm weak, I see weak, weaker in the gym, mm-hmm. I'd feel flat, and all those things would add up to like, I don't like this, I gotta go back the other direction, you know, and I would never push myself to break through that next level of like getting that lean. Yeah. So, and you know, just imagine the average person who's coming in and working out. Do, you guys, do you guys ever tell your clients, trust the process? You guys all ever the say time. that? Yeah, oh. all the time. Yeah, so it's like, look at your plan, you know it's good, trust it, and just go, just Keep stick to it and keep going, even though at that moment you might think to yourself, "This sucks. This isn't working. I feel like you know I'm not progressing." Because mm-hmm. it'll happen. It, it will happen. Your body will progress, and you will uh, get to that goal. But well, you got to trust the process. And I think too that it, it is really important to have a goal, right? And uh, I I feel like I, I have trained a lot of people that initially don't really have any specific goal other than, well, I kind of want to lose some weight and I kind of want to look better or be healthier, right? Uh, and for me, um, I really had to have a specific goal. You know, what, what motivates me is, is, and and lifting weights is great. And I, have always, you know, loved lifting weights. And, um, but for me, in order to be motivated, like I always wanted that to translate to something. And so with me, it was always with sports and performance. So I could, I could attribute what I was doing in the gym on the field and I could see progress Right. And uh, so that's why another frustration for me lies with this is because this is like the unknown. This is like, you know, me me taking myself out of my professional career and being like, OK, I know this. But at the same time, I've never been through this. And, uh, you know, you just get to a point where like, am I am I really doing this correctly? Am I you know, do I really know this like and, and I've been I've been coaching people actually to get through this, and so this is really going to help me with that. I, oh you know. man, you, you're understanding it from a whole other level now. Yeah, especially when you see your clients go through that shit. Right. So uh, that's why I mean that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this. So it's just so everybody knows it's not like um, you know that was a hard decision for me because you know especially anybody if if like say you're in your professional career and uh, you know there's an aspect of it that's not your specialty. Right. And then somebody like takes you out of that and, and, and puts you into another specialty. And says, OK, now I want you, you know, to, to go through this, explain it and then become uh, more educated with it while everybody's watching you. You know, that's a tough thing. Oh, to yeah. do. Oh, huge. So, uh, Ball, you know, balls of steel. Yeah, it's balls just of steel. whatever, man. I'll take it. Dude, I take it on, you know, full charge. And, and you know, I'm I've definitely enjoyed learning. And uh, this is just another way that I, I really feel like. And I, and I told you guys this before, but I'm really glad that, that, you know, you guys challenged me on this and that this is something that, like, I feel like I've already improved uh, as far as knowledge, but also, like, you know, just 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 being challenged and motivated to do that has expanded my my range and my reach with, with people and clientele. So Now, you said something earlier that um, I want you to, I, I want to ask you a little bit about. You said how, okay, you were saying over the weekend you were kind of feeling crapped out, but then you, you switched on a dime 
or you changed and then you're like, fuck it, I'm going to move forward. How, what was that process like? Like what went through your mind or did you, did you, did you talk to yourself? Cause I mean, I'll, I'll actually talk to myself. I'll actually have a mantra. I'll create a mantra and I'll tell myself and I'll mm-hmm. repeat things over and over. I've actually looked in the mirror and said these things to myself to get myself through certain things, certain things, mm-hmm. but that's just me. Everybody's a little different. Like, what did you do? What was it that got you from that, you know, fuck everything sucks right now to, you know, that, that, like you said, that switch on a dime. Right. Like, that's it. I'm, I'm doing this. What right. was it? What was that process? Um, <clears throat> and this, this goes back to when we were talking a little bit about self-motivation. Um, uh, for me, it, it, I get to a point where I kind of hit a wall and so I, I, I feel it, you know, uh, coming on. And so for me noticing it right away and verbalizing it, I, I do verbalize it to me. I'm like, shit, like I, you know, I need to do something about this and like, I can't, I can't let this, um, defeat me. And so like my mentality with that was like, okay, you know, if I'm down about this, like how am I, I just kind of took myself aside and, and gave my own little pep talk to myself in my head. And I'm like, you know, okay, how many weeks do I have left? Um, you know, what, what can I do to, to really take this full on and grab the bull by the horns and, and, and get to it. And so it, it just came to the point where, you know, the, the frustration energy, I just completely turned into, to fuel, you know, into the workout. And then I started working at it. I started getting pissed. And for me, for me, when, when that happens, when I, when I get frustrated or I get like, feel like I'm getting defeated, like that's where I'll, I'll, I'll turn that completely into, to almost just, I get like enraged by it. And so like that, it's crazy. I don't know if women can really identify this. I know maybe some can, but like I really benefit from getting angry in my workouts. Mm, mm-hmm. Like it, it really, it really fuels me, and I, I lift more weight as a result. It, I, I, I shit you not. I know some chicks are like that. Some girls yeah. are like that for sure. Oh yeah, They're I know. Not- I know some like I've, I've done some boxing and pads with and oh, stuff, yeah. and then, and they, they take a lot of the energy, and they, and it's crazy. Like they love that, but uh, yeah, like for me, I, I, I seriously when I work out, like. I'm at that point now where no, there's no more niceties. Like I just get the hell away from me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like clear cut. Like I, I'm out to wreck shop and that's it. So yeah, that's why that's I listen. I'm, I'm the same way. That's why I listen to the freaking, you know, devil music. Uh, yeah. When I'm working out, you know, I mean, it sounds, it's music. I would never listen to other than when I'm lifting weights. Right. I'll, I would never li- like lamb of God, you know, like I'm listening oh, to like, this yeah, is horrible, but it pisses me <laughs> off. And so it makes me work out harder. But otherwise, I would never listen to it. Like no, no other place. You know, when I'm driving or anything, cardio, I don't listen to it. Only when I'm lifting because yeah. it makes me angry. Oh so, yeah. So you switched from phase three mm-hmm. to phase one. Now phase three was supersets, higher reps, shorter rest periods, specifically designed to maximize the pump, or what's called sarcoplasmic hypertrophy. So I had a question. You guys call it the pump all the time. Is that now? Would you say? The burn is that same thing as the pump. Well, the burn, the burn, burn is, happens first. Yeah, and in and, and the burn happens gotcha. in the higher reps because of the waste products that are being produced right. um, and lack of oxygen in the muscle. Um, you can get a burn in your muscle and not get a pump. Uh-huh. You know, things can burn and not get a pump. So it's it's you know, in terms of what creates a pump, we know what what it looks like. We know how fluid rushes into the muscle faster than it can rush out. However, um, and we we're pretty aware that the if you're in a good anabolic environment you're going to have an increased pump this is why when you feel healthy when you're eating right 
when you're working out right, you get better pumps than when you're when you're not. Yeah. Um, and and pumps themselves can stimulate muscle growth through you know a, a number of different you know mechanisms. Everything from stretching the muscle fascia, which sends a signal, mm-hmm. to uh, increasing capillary structure, to you know um, cell volumizing, cell volumizing, all these different things. And um, and that's that's the sarcoplasm that's within muscle. And that's what we're trying to increase um, with that phase three. Then when you move to phase one. It's like the it's like the opposite. Mm. Longer rest periods. You're doing way less reps. You're not supersetting. You're not going for the pump. Heck, in phase one, sometimes you don't even get a pump, but you get strong really fast, like furiously fast, um, and, and to the point where when I do a phase one type workouts, I have to check myself in terms of how much weight I push because I'll get strong so quick that I have it, I can hurt myself. Um, and you won't get the pump, you won't get that sarcoplasmic hypertrophy, but your muscles get hard. You mm-hmm. get this kind of dense feeling. And then there's this other comment people have been telling have been telling me uh, every, when they go through phase one: appetite goes up more than the other phases, which I find interesting. I have I, it doesn't it, I can't figure out why that would be. When you go back to phase one from phase three, yeah, it's like all of a sudden your appetite hmm. goes up, and, and that's a good sign. Uh, but it's strange how that. That's the phase that everybody keeps commenting that their appetite goes up, and I notice it too. My appetite goes up through the roof when mm-hmm. I'm doing that kind mm-hmm. of training. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what's what's going on with that, but more damage possibly. Yeah, it must on. be the, yeah, the intensity more, and yeah. demand. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. put it places on you. You might I see, respond that, accordingly. And, and that's what I was thinking too. But you know, in phase three, you're burning more calories. Right. In phase two, you're damaging muscle quite a bit. You're doing more sets. You're doing more of the traditional stuff. I, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Um, I don't know. I got I got to really dive into the science of it and figure out why so many people are commenting on the hunger um, that they get in phase one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it has to do with the central nervous system, you know, mm-hmm. adapting so strongly, and if that stimulates some kind of hunger response. Right. So I'm not quite. I don't know. Um, what about your trigger sessions? Do you change those now that you're in phase one? Uh, somewhat. Yeah. Okay. So I've actually now. I know you guys are going to give me a little bit of shit about this, but. Uh, so at, go ahead. Oh, I don't know. I don't, uh, know. Yeah. I don't no. know what you're going to say. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> no, I actually, the athlete in me sort of kicked in a bit. So I actually have intensified them just a bit. So what I've done is um, now, so I, I was doing like 10 to 12 minute hits, yeah. you know, at the end of my workouts. Well, now on my other days, I'm actually doing a little bit of hill sprints uh, you know, in the beginning and then, you know, and then I'm repeating my, my normal process with the, uh, fine. That's, yeah. Yeah. That sounds, that that's sounds, money. yeah, that sounds awesome. So anyway, yeah, I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been hitting those hard. Like I have these, these sand hills and like really gnarly, uh, you know, inclines around where I live. And so that's always been like a go-to for me when I'm getting in shape for, uh, for sports. And, and so that, that's sort of what I've been doing. And it actually, um, in in turn has given me more of an energy surge into the, the following days. So. You know, I'm glad you, you brought this up now. And I always tell this to clients uh, of mine, people I've trained. In the beginning, when you first get started, it's important to follow your program to a T because you don't really know your body yet. You don't know what's going on. Just follow it. Trust the plan. But after you do it for a while, um, modify you know, everybody, you know, there's general rules when it comes to fat loss and muscle building that are that are rules, right? Uh, but on an individual basis, people vary so dramatically from person to person. Right. And I think it's important to modify uh, your own program for what works best for you. So like you just said something, you said, I feel more energized, I feel better when I do it. 
So fucking do it. You know, yeah. that's awesome. And I, and I, enc- I always encourage that to people. As a matter of fact, uh, the producer, Doug, um, he was my client uh, for a long time. And in the beginning, uh, he followed. I mean, it was basically exactly what I said, everything I said, and that was it. And now he's because he's been. It's been what? How long has it been now, Doug? About two, three years. Uh, he modifies quite a bit with his workouts, and his results are even better. Yeah, because he's learned his you learn body, your own body. Patterns. You start to learn yeah. how you feel, and and you know what's working for you and what isn't working for you. Well, I guess too, like that's something that I always knew changes my body, and, and I and I respond to it. Um, the more that I can add in like really fast twitch types of, of conditioning movements, like my body really responds to that. And so that's something I've been introducing a bit more that's, uh, within my program. That's a cool actually little point, uh, you know, to dive into a bit because I'm kind of the opposite. And that, that would make sense because you're you're probably a lot more dominant slow twitch. Mm-hmm. So to do more fast twitch stuff is going to kind of throw a curveball more for your body versus like myself and I, my body responds crazy when I start doing a lot of slow twitch stuff versus fast twitch because I kind of have that body type already. I feel like I have more fast twitch fibers and more dominant than I am slow twitch. And you're probably the opposite, which is that's kind of unique. Well, I mean, it, it, there's there's yeah. there's, prob- there's a lot of factors I think that would move that would go into that uh, because you have you know of course uh, fast twitch, slow twitch muscle fibers, but even within the fast twitch muscle fibers, now they've they've identified that some you know there's type you know type. A and type B, uh, you know, fast twitch muscle fibers. Some of them act more like slow twitch muscle fibers, depending on how you exercise. And you know, we should back up and explain the two just to, so yeah, for the listeners true, that yeah. don't know. Fast twitch muscle fibers are the ones that um, power explosive movement. Uh, they burn out faster, but they 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 contract with higher force. So when you think of sprinting, lifting heavy weights for low reps, uh, throwing a fast punch, that's your fast twitch uh, muscle fibers. Slow twitch muscle fibers are the ones that give you endurance. Uh, that's long distance running. That's if you're doing like a hundred body weight squats or more. Um, and and incidentally, with the muscle fibers, the fast twitch ones have the greatest propensity for growth. This is why lifting weights builds more muscle than running long distance because fast twitch muscle fibers grow in size much more than slow twitch muscle fibers do. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides those two things, there's a lot of things that go into it. Uh, for example, there's a high central nervous system demand or a different central nervous system demand with heavy lifting versus the higher rep type lifting. And some people's central nervous systems get fried faster or, or easier than, than other people. And so training a certain way is going to give them better results. And I think with a lot of programs, most programs, if not all of them, except for maybe the, the really um, advanced strength training ones, they they completely ignore the central nervous system. They don't look at what role that plays in yeah. how you progress. And let me tell you something right now. Your central nervous system plays a massive role in how you perform, how you progress. It communicates to your muscle fibers. If you fry your central nervous system, I don't care how recovered your muscles are. I don't care how great you're eating. You're going to get shitty results. You're not going to build as much muscle. It's just the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And it's like the amplifier to the speaker. You know, you could have great speakers, but you could have a shitty amp, and there's barely any sound is going to come out of those speakers. Um, and lots of things affect your central nervous system. Of course, genetics, uh, your genes do. You know, like I said, you know, Olympic lifters at, at that super high level, of course, they train to have a, a very powerful central nervous system. However, they probably also were genetically predispositioned right. to have an effective central nervous system. But sleep, diet, I mean, 
you can, like I said, you could take someone who's ready to freaking go, peak condition. You can give them the worst news of their life. Hey, your family just died in a plane crash. Their central nervous system will immediately will take a hit just from that news, and their performance will drop, and their muscles don't any different. Mm-hmm. Well, this yeah. is this is also a great example for those that are listening that are competitors that I always try and explain to people that I think is ridiculous that I see all the time, which is when you start doing this hardcore overtraining, under eating for long periods of time, like talk about affecting your central nervous system, starve the body for a long time, do cardio for an hour in the day, an hour in the morning. And guess what? You're working against the body where your speakers still work. Like you're saying, absolutely. They'll still work. I mean, if you stay in a caloric deficit at more weight, more activity, you will burn fat, but at a much slower rate. And I see this all the time in the competitive world. Athletes just banging the shit out of their body because that's what they think. The harder I push, the more I suck away, the the, the faster my results are going to be. And it's not necessarily true because then it gets to a point where you start fucking with your central nervous system and then it's just not responding the same way. And they don't like they get it to a point because then after I see this all the time after a show, they're like, yeah, I just need to reset my body because my body's not responding on this cut or this or that. And it's so hard sitting back and, and knowing the answer for them and not being able to tell them, you know, because how do you tell a guy who's a pro and this and that kind of knows who's been there? It's like they don't want to listen. They think no. they, they think they know and stuff, but it's like I totally know it's exactly what it is. You just banging that body up for so long and not not giving it ample rest and not feeding it properly. It's not running the way. And I always use the analogy. It's like a car. You can take a car from here down to L.A. with with four semi-flat tires, no oil in it, and the timing belt off. You can do it. You can get the car down there. You may have to push it for a little bit. <laughs> it may be running really slow, and, and it probably won't run for very long after that. But you can get it there. But if you actually air the tires up, change the timing belt, put some oil in that car, you're going to get there a lot faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you, we talked, we, we were earlier talking about how you get angry before your lifts and it makes you stronger. And this is, statistically, they've proven this. This is why uh, top lifters psych themselves up. That's your central nervous system. Your muscles, you did, your muscles did not change in the five seconds your, your training partner slapped you in the face and you smelled smelling salts and you rocked out with, you know, Metallica. That is amped your central nervous system and it gave you that extra juice and then you were stronger caffeine is another one these central nervous system stimulants like caffeine and ephedra and all these things and people take caffeine and they perform better your muscles haven't changed your central nervous system has Mm -hmm. and so uh that's something it's important it's a great point something that's important that people completely ignore and forget and so when it comes to you know progress in the gym if you ignore that you're not going to get nearly the results that you can if you pay attention to it um, so and remember, there's everything that happens in your life affects your central nervous system. Muscles are dumb. Uh, you you lift weights with them, they get damaged. You don't. They rest. That's it. It's pretty black and white. Central nervous system, on the other hand, lots of factors. So pay attention to those two things. Get your mind right. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time. This is Mind Pump.